Welcome along to this week's Regroup podcast live from Rally Portugal. We've moved on from Argentina and the dominance of Oitanak. Or have we? Will we see a repeat performance this weekend? Well, we'll soon find out. I'm Bex Williams and alongside me to chat about all things Portugal is my fellow co-commentator on All Live, Paul King, who's more commonly known as PK. We had a brilliant rally Argentina, didn't we? I fully enjoyed everything that happened out there, but my goodness, Oitanak was on form, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think it seemed to surprise take a lot of people by surprise just how dominant he was I think that was the big thing he's shown good pace all year let's not forget that he's already had podiums right out of the box obviously the first time he's been driving this Yaris in anger this year but I think it's the sheer manner of the dominance that we saw in Argentina it was a big big step up from what we've seen earlier in the season and that I think is what caught a few people out by surprise certainly the likes of Neuville and Auger were boy if this is what we're going to see for the rest of the year then uh, I think it's really sort of you know it really has sort of turned the, the championship on its head in terms of what people were expecting is mm. going to happen going forwards. And I think, yeah, it's that sheer volume of dominance and, and the manner of the amount of stage wins and the amount, of, I think overall as well, looking back over the whole season, you actually look at his record, it's something like 28 stage wins. And I think um, Sebastian's on 15 and, and Thierry on, on 13, maybe the other way around with those two. But anyway, it, it is a lot more and that shows his consistency up to this point has already been there. But yeah, that performance in Argentina was something else, wasn't it? It really was. He was so cool calm and collected throughout the whole thing it was like as if he knew in a way it was going to happen and he's he's on that kind of form here that confidence is already showing through I spoke to him after shakedown this morning he said everything's going well car feels brilliant again just the way he wants it so he's definitely going to be the favorite going into this one but exact itinerary from last year give or take some street stages it's going to be a real level playing field out there yeah, I mean, you say we expect he's going to be the favourite and on paper you'd expect he would after that performance. But this is, does seem to be the championship where just when you think you've, you understand and you, you, under, you think you know what's going to happen next, then it, it gets thrown up, up in the air again, doesn't it? I mean, Ogier seemed to be a little bit out of sorts with the sort of grip levels with the Fiesta. That surprised people. We don't know. Maybe they've been working on it because the car up to that point, certainly the Fiesta had been fantastically quick and the work that the whole team have been doing behind the scenes and obviously the backup, increased backup from Ford has obviously been making a difference. So, yes, I think on paper you would have Tanak down as the favourite, but I just don't think we can. it, be, it can be that cut and dry. I mean... Yep, the, all the Toyotas, I think, seem pretty happy with that car. They, they all went out and I think they just did, you know, one run of well, three, three loops of the stage and they all came back and said, no, don't need to change anything. We're happy with what we did from the, uh, from the test before. So all three of them look pretty happy. And let's not forget that Yari Matti was looking mighty quick as well on that one stage. He was actually outpacing Tanak before he had his unfortunate um, clipping the, the sort of rock there. So, you know, Yari Matti, we, bless him, we keep saying he's going to be there or thereabouts and he does have the pace and he seems sort of upbeat let's say this morning when I spoke to him in shakedown he did seem quite happy as well so yes Tanak's the favourite but there's going to be a lot of people up there to take the fight to him again I think and we've got a returning driver as well Hayden Padden who we haven't seen for many rounds now back in action here in Portugal he was very quick last year as well he set some really good pace certainly on the opening day it's good to see him back the question is is he going to be a little bit rusty behind the wheel is it going to take him a few stages to really get into his stride again or will he just pop back in and bring on the magic 
Well, you've got to expect that he, he, he will bed himself in gently. I mean, he's a very intelligent driver, Hayden. He knows he just can't go out there and expect to be right on the money so quickly if he does, fantastic. But mm. I think he's an intelligent sort of driver. He'll realise he's been out of that car, albeit, you know, obviously a bit of testing and shakedown this morning. But he'll be aware, without that sort of sharpened sort of competition, I think it's sensible, isn't it, to take it easy on the foot. You can't take it too easy at this level because the guys are going so quickly. But maybe just not go hell for level right from the off. But it's, as you say, terrific to see him back. I mean, felt a little bit harsh for many of us to not see him out in Argentina considering he, he's won his first rally out there but, but it's great to see him back and we know he's going to have a run of rallies now and he's just going to want to remind everyone what he can do because I mean there's so many competitive drivers out there hopefully it's not sort of last chance for Hayden but he does need to sort of just remind the uh, bosses at Hyundai why they signed him in the first place well he is back let's hear from him it's good to see you back on the championship you've certainly been missed have you missed it of course you miss it, especially when it's you know so long, three months, it's a, a long time to be away, but uh, nice to be back, but at the same time it was also uh, nice to, to spend a decent amount of time at home for, a, for the first time in a while. And you have been busy at home rallying as well, it's not as if you've been sat on your laurels watching TV all day, is it? Uh, no, three months went by very quickly, uh, obviously we did a couple of rallies, but also we're building up a few projects and a few things in New Zealand as well, so uh, a lot of sleepless nights and long days, and uh, as I say, 12 weeks just went by in a blink of an eye. Question is, are you going to be a bit rusty behind the wheel of a World Rally car, though, or not? Nope. Ready, ready to go. <laughs> well, anything. That is good to hear. It's a great challenge, Rally Portugal, and it's what everyone knows. It hasn't changed from last year, of course. So what's the plan? What's the strategy for the returning pattern? Uh, I think it's really this year about not putting any unnecessary pressure on ourselves so I'm not worried about results um, you know we've just got to back ourselves have confidence um, we've had good preparation uh, had a good test last week in Sardinia had a good recce obviously same stage as last year so the notes are refined a bit more and uh, you know we were quite fast here last year as well so if we can put it all together along with our good row position then you know I think a good result is possible but you know at the end of the day we've just got to let it naturally happen if we try and force it then that's when things are going to go pear-shaped Maybe a bit of an odd question, but you know, taking a step back from the championship and kind of watching from the outside, have you learnt anything coming back in? To be honest, I didn't watch it at all. Uh, like what? Well, we did see some of your live coverage, oh, but uh, thank you. no, like it's hard when you're not competing and when you when you know you want to be there. So uh, you know, to be watching it is, is not something that's that easy to do, uh, especially Argentina. That was that was a pretty hard one to miss. So. Um, that's why it's nice to be keeping busy on the other side of the world and you can sort of just forget about it and just go into another little world if you like. Well maybe that, that's a good thing in itself though, you come back completely fresh. Oh definitely, I think it's just, it's good to spend some time at home, you know, like for five or six years now we, we've spent our lives over here and you're just away from everything, you're away from normality, so to spend a decent amount of time at home and you know, see family, friends, have a family meal, all the, all the stuff that you don't do for so long is, is a really good reset, so uh, I think I'm feeling relaxed, feeling refreshed and just want to go out and enjoy driving the car again. It's going to be a busy weekend for the team, four cars here, but it's great to have all of you involved. Yes, uh, for sure there'll be a lot of uh, inter-team competition if you like. Uh, as we know, your, your first competitor is your teammate, so, uh, and obviously all three of them are in, in reasonably good form. So you know, we've got our work cut out, but again, we're not going to go chasing them, we're just going to worry about ourselves um, and just make sure we do a good job. We've got a good road position, so if we can let that naturally sort of play out, then we should be in a good position. We want to talk a little bit about Sunday, because you're going to be here on Sunday. Maybe you're going to be fighting for the win. You're approaching the FAF jump. It's important to get that approach right, because so many people have got it wrong. What do you feel about that jump? Well, I think we've discussed it before, and I'm scared of heights, so <laughs> I'm, I'm just not good on jumps. And, uh, you know, 
the, the first thought that always goes through my head, like you want to put on a show, but you you also think the amount of hard work that's gone to, to get into the event and doing the event, the preparation and whatnot, just to throw it all away and, and by just going over the jump a little bit too fast, uh, sort of plays in my head as I'm, as I'm approaching these jumps. So, uh, you know, I try and not jump too much, um, get the wheels down on the ground as quick as I can again so we can be accelerating. If you were trying to explain to the people who are watching around the world what the stages are like here in Portugal, considering we come off the back of gravel rally in Argentina, which rally drivers are saying it's really difficult to get a rhythm and a flow there, would you say that this is kind of contrasting in that sense? You can get a good flow on these stages? Uh, it's a little bit similar to Argentina in places, uh, especially this year. It seems to be a lot sandier. Um, yeah, the, there's a lot of different characters to, to the stages. The first first two stages on Friday are quite flowing, uh, medium fast speed, so quite nice to drive. The, the third one is really, really tricky for the pace notes because it's just, it's all the time turning and all long corners and everything looks the same. So it's, this one I find difficult to get a rhythm for. Um, so yeah, there's, there's quite a few challenges, but I think this year with the stages being the same, <clears throat> you know, the speed's going to be very high. Uh, so, you know, I think it's going to be close, but it's also going to be very fast as well this weekend. So that's Hayden Padden there, but as PK said, you know, it could be anyone's across the board this weekend. In terms of who you're putting at the top of your tree, we have a famous sweep in WRC TV, which PK has run for, for decade upon decade in the championship. I'm not sure if he's ever won it, but who's at the top of your list this weekend? Thanks for reminding me, and no, I haven't won it. <laughs> well, I, 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 put, I started to put Chris Meek down. But I actually crossed out Chris Meat because I feel like I don't want to jinx him because, as you say, I have a horrible, horrible record in the sweep. So I, I like to think I've sacrificed my sweep because I think Chris is due and probably deserves a victory after the bad luck he's had. So I then went with uh, Thierry Neuville, who I also think could be one to watch. And th this is not just dismissing Tanak. I'm always sort of thinking outside the box that is he going to be going that quick? Maybe he'll have an incident. This is sort of sweep tactics we're talking, not what's probably going to happen in the uh, in the actual rally. And as you said, in in 15 plus years, I have never won it. So yeah, thanks for reminding me that. But um, no, I've gone with Neuville to win because I think that that Hyundai is due a victory as well. But as I say, it is just impossible to choose, isn't it? I mean, you know, it is. I mean, I've gone with Tanak for a double. I have to say, I've gone with him just because he's just on his game so much and he's so so relaxed he he looks as if he has it all under control but anything can happen yeah. out there across the three days of action that we have well it all kicks off Thursday evening of course with Lusada which it always does and then we have a pretty similar well almost identical itinerary to last year's event one driver I want to talk about is Elvin Evans because Argentina not his best when I said that to him this morning he said well that's the understatement of the year isn't he so it was a dreadful event for me hasn't got much better for him so far shakedown this morning damage to the car after i think a jump or maybe hitting a rock and he's damaged the uh, the front cooling system the radiator's a little bit bent so they're having a bit of work to do over at m sport this afternoon it's a tough start to an event that he really has to do well on yeah and i think the, the thing with elvin that's interesting is it, it, we know what a talented driver he is but i think just this little lull in in decent results we're seeing this year it, it just a reminder in, in this sport how how mental the game is as well and you, you speak to Malcolm and you speak to Elvin himself you obviously have uh, and he can't really explain what is not quite there and that he can't say anything's wrong with the car right now and, and it, you know Malcolm's trying to obviously as a former driver he knows how difficult it can be when you're just having a bit of a sort of lulling confidence and obviously does let's not forget he had that big big accident in uh, Mexico wasn't it where that it can't help but rattle you I don't think he's had too many big crashes like that and obviously 
it put Dan out of action for, for one rally as well. So little things like that, I just think it's gonna, it's more psychological with Elvin. We know he's a good driver and he's got the talent and he just needs to get a few decent stages under his belt and then just remind himself why he's in this, mm. in this, in this championship and I think he'll be fine. It's just gonna, one of those little lapses that some of these, these young drivers have. Well, we'll see how he does this weekend. Back in action, we also have WRC2 and the juniors are back this weekend. Best story I've heard so far this weekend, PK. Gus Greensmith in the jun- no, in the WRC2 championship, not the juniors. Uh, apparently, photographic memory. He can, if you ask him to, give you every single pace note for every single stage here. He can just talk you through it because he he learns it he said he hasn't got many friends and that's what he does at home that's pretty impressive yeah I mean the only other driver who, who is like that we know is Yari Matti Latvala and it is an incredible uh, you know thing to have and just one thing about this rally though going back to what you said before it is identical stages but it was actually Yari Matti himself he's pointed out one thing that is slightly different for this year the pace notes yes in theory will be the same they've had a lot of forest fires here so a lot of these stages that were pretty much through woodland are actually now I think someone described as almost like an eerie sort of um, I don't know what like landscape of sort of yeah. I guess tree trunks and things so I guess a lot of these pace notes that they do know and they know the stages but I don't know how much that's going to come into play because people like Gus and that they might memorise the stages but with things looking so different with like, I guess less vantage points of these trees and things like that that may or may not come into play but it just it is one difference although as you said the rally is technically identical it will look a bit different we drove Ponte de Lima yesterday on Wednesday of the event and it's different from the way I remember it because of these forest fires because the trees are missing but also the organizers have done a lot of work on the stages they graded them quite well but what Thierry Nouveau mentioned was they've actually taken away things like tree stumps and other things that were within the notes and he said that's you know in the smaller trickier sections where you could get tens of seconds of an advantage if you were prepared to take risks in some of these sections he said now all the stages are pretty wide open and it, it you talked about the points of reference of trees. He mentioned that as well. There are no points of reference on some of the stages now. So it is different in a way, even though it's the same. Yeah, and also uh, another thing that a couple of drivers mentioned, certainly Craig Breen uh, comes to mind, that they, 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 where they've repaired and graded the stages a bit, they've almost over-prepared them. And Chris Meek, I think, said the same thing. There's, there's a lot of this sort of heavy, sandy base, and certainly on one of the stages on Saturday, I forget which one off the top of my head, but it's it's great that they've repaired the roads, but they've almost... They, they've put too much of this sort of looser top layer of gravel that he suspects could become very, very sandy and very soft and, and very rutted, I guess, certainly on the second pass, and that could come into play as well. Well, let's hear from a couple of our drivers now then, kicking off with Thierry Newville. Thierry, we find ourselves in Rally Portugal, another gravel event for you to take a challenge at. Now, in Argentina, everyone was trying to catch Mr. Tanak. Do you think that's going to be the same here? <laughs> No, definitely not. Uh, we, we don't know, to be honest, you know. We have seen on the, since the beginning of the year, every rally a different car on the top, and then the others are just close behind. And uh, it was the same case in Mexico, where the Ford was really strong and Sebastian going really fast. Uh, and suddenly they struggle in Argentina, and uh, we struggle in Corsica. Uh, we were just behind in Mexico. So at the end, uh, we don't know what to expect from this rally, but uh, hopefully, and it's like I just said before, when you come to event now, you're always hoping for being uh, performance or having a good performance uh, straight on shakedown to see already how is the time difference and are we able to match the speed of the others. Talk to me about the route, because we don't see much change here in Portugal. Does that make it, I don't want to say easier for you as a driver, but you know the stages, you've been through them many times before. What does it feel like coming back knowing that there's not a lot of change? 
to be honest, yeah, uh, the route the route is the same. The stages are all the same. But uh, the organizer has done a massive job of preparing the stages, putting at least 15 centimeter more sand and gravel on on, the, on top. Uh, the stages are wider, but at the same time they took out a bit of the the, the natural yeah road, you know, the, because before uh, uh, there were a lot of stones, trees, tree stumps and most of them are gone, so uh, um, I miss this a bit because it was an additional challenge, you need to be a bit more precise in your pace notes. Now it's going to be much more hard to make uh, any difference due, uh, only by driving because uh, yeah, it's more like circuit driving, it looks really like a highway. So uh, I was a little bit disappointed, but anyhow we're going to still have some good fun and good fights. It's looking really exciting in the championship now as you edge closer to Sebastian Ogier. How are you feeling about your championship challenge now? Yeah, it's, I'm feeling okay. I think uh, 10 points is not uh, not a lot, uh, but as well behind, uh, people are quite close. Uh, we have made a good move in, on the last event. Uh, hopefully we can do another move this weekend. We know that uh, anyhow, uh, it will be always by little margin where we can get closer or lose points uh, because he will definitely try to avoid mistakes. Uh, we're going to try to avoid mistakes as well. And we know that being in the points at the end of an event is crucial. So. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be tough, it's going to take some time for sure, <laughs> but hopefully we're going to be in the match until the end of the year. How much of a challenge is going to be tyre-wise this weekend? It's maybe a little bit hotter than we've seen before in Rally Portugal, you know, we don't have any rain forecast. It is kind of a hard surface in parts out there, will it be tough on tyres? I don't know to be honest, uh, we saw last year that uh, many different tyre choices were working. Uh, we saw people on hearts in the afternoon, uh, with hearts or cross in the afternoon, also on full soft. And at the end, the time difference was wasn't that big. So uh, we have to see today, this year, with the temperatures, the surface, which for me is a little bit less abrasive, uh, to make it a good choice, uh, especially on the afternoon loop. Oito was a brilliant performance just a few weeks ago, a rally Argentina for you. Complete dominance of the event. Are we going to see the same thing here in Portugal? No doubt, we will try. Uh, also, also no doubt, it won't be easy. So uh, let's see what is possible. Uh, obviously, for us, uh, front on, on the road, basically, uh, it it will be the key. The Friday, uh, obviously, the target is to have a good position for Saturday that we could push and, and uh, to have at least more or less the same road position as the others. So uh, let's see. But still, uh, you know. The, Championship uh, rivals are Sebastian and Thierry and they are obviously in front of me on the road so they have even worse conditions than I have so uh, in that point of view uh, it's not so bad but uh, if you want to fight for the win of the rally then obviously we need to compare ourselves also to the guys who are coming uh, from far behind and obviously they have some good positions so uh, it will be a tough job but uh, no doubt we need to fight extremely hard on, on Friday maybe take some risks to, to have a good position and then uh, obviously from Saturday hopefully yeah, we are a bit more similar. You know with the win in Argentina it's really brightened your championship chances now you're really in the mix for the championship how much are you prepared to risk out there to get the maximum this weekend? Yeah, obviously we need to try to have the maximum uh, of the conditions in every rally. So uh, yeah, I will do my best and, and obviously end of the rally we will see what, what was possible for that speed or that performance. But uh, it's definitely hard to win every rally, more or less impossible at the moment in this uh, tight championship. But 
yes, it's, it was a bit shame to lose that many points in uh, Mexico, but uh, now again we are coming back a bit with the points and uh, we are having a good performance for the moment, so uh, definitely we need to keep uh, the same way, we need to keep going uh, to keep taking the points away from the two guys at front of us and hopefully it will be interesting end of the season. You have a lot of fans worldwide, but the main fan base is at home in Estonia. What was the reaction like when you went home after the Argentina win? I don't know, I went home. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there were people at the airport to greet you, right? There must have been. No? No, it was a... Uh, quiet. It was a VIP entry, so uh, yeah. Oh, no, no people. wow, you are that important not, now. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not even family, actually. I just took my bag, took the taxi and straight home. So uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was maybe a bit tired, so I just wanted to go home. It's great to have that support though, isn't it? I mean, we saw so many people who were following all live, who were messaging into the studio during Argentina, who were following you from right the way around the world. And I know you feel that support. Yes, definitely. And uh, also myself, I got uh, plenty of messages everywhere, let's say, social media, myself, my, uh, my own cell phone and so on. So uh, obviously there was uh, plenty of support and, and that's always great to have. And, and this is always giving you some uh, extra boost you need. So. Uh, in the end, okay, we do that sport because uh, we love it, but also we do it uh, because the fans love it and, and uh, the fans are doing this sport big, so uh, definitely uh, that's our target to give them uh, the show they need and, and uh, obviously they are giving all their uh, support to us, so uh, I guess it's, it's working like uh, hand to hand. Seb, Rally Portugal, great event. Not a huge amount of change to the route this year. It's very much identical to what we've seen last year. How are you feeling coming into this one? I feel good. Uh, like you mentioned, it's a very similar rally, almost 100% identical except the street stage. So um, I think it, I'm not uh, really accurate with statistics, but I'm quite sure the first time of my career I, I start a very identical rally uh, again. It's um, not necessarily good because I like to have a new challenge and a little bit uh, different uh, section. Uh, especially when I know that I'm going to start first, you know, it's, I know that now everyone knows all the stages. And uh, of course the starting order is going to play a, a good role like always and it's going to be even diffi more difficult I guess to overcome it. Not so much of a new challenge then, but the challenge is in the championship, I guess, because it is getting quite tight at the top now, which is what everyone wants to see out there. How does that uh, give you more motivation? Does it give you more motivation? Yeah, it is for sure. I mean, since last year, it's, it's uh, a little bit on the same, how you say, stem trend. It's, uh, it's close and tight. And I knew that after my good start in the season, leading the championship in front of four successful gravel events, I knew it would be difficult to, to keep the lead uh, with, a, with a good gap, so there was good chance to see the gap reducing and at the moment that's what's happening, but uh, at least uh, we're still consistent and it's, that's what we need to uh, keep doing. Uh, this weekend in, in Portugal will be the target again. In Argentina, it, it seemed like quite a frustrating event for you. We didn't see you absolutely on your form there. Is that going to be different here? I hope so. At least. Uh, Statistically, I've never been good in Argentina, but uh, it's quite different here in Portugal. So I hope the statistics going to continue <laughs> to speak for themselves. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was not really happy in Argentina with my performance. Uh, I was 
not as fast as I wanted. So, yeah, I definitely hope uh, to have a better speed this weekend. Craig, we find ourselves here at Rally Portugal. Really great event. The weather's going to be beautiful this weekend. How are you feeling going into it? Yeah, good. Uh, looking forward to it. It's been a, it's been a fairly low-stress recce. Uh, you know, I, I've certainly never done a rally before where the stages are a carbon copy of the year before. So it provided a yeah, fairly convenient and easy recce. Just uh, use all the pace notes from last year and... Yeah, definitely feel confident. It's going to be a fast rally. Uh, you know, everyone knows where they're going. There's going to be no excuses for people learning stages. It's just going to be uh, flat out. Flat out is what everyone wants to see out there, though. But you know, you mentioned carbon copy. Does that make it a little bit easier for you as a driver, or is there still a big challenge out there? Yeah, for sure. Like I said, the recce becomes, <coughs> excuse me, a hell of a lot easier because you know we don't have to write any pace notes. But <coughs> on the other side, it means that you know everyone's going to be on WRC plus and watching onwards from the year before and. You just have to go and you know pick the guy that done a scratch last year and try to you know carry the same sort of speed that he was doing. And it just means that the speed's going to be incredibly high and uh, you know no one's going to be holding back. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a really interesting rally. I think it's going to be a real sprint, and I think the gaps will be a lot, lot more closer than they would be in the past. And in terms of where you are with yourself, with your driving at this point in the season, how are you feeling? Uh, okay, up and down. Um, Argentina was quite happy with it. Obviously, until it all went wrong. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that I didn't get to, you know, do that rally to the end just to see how it would have unfolded. I wasn't so happy with my driving, on, especially on Saturday, and uh, especially not when I was upside down. That definitely wasn't good driving either. So, uh, and, but if I can get back to the same rhythm that we had in Sweden and try to try to work forward on that again, and okay, here is a rally that I'm familiar with, and I'm ho I'm hoping that this can get me back on track again. Some drivers found it difficult to build a rhythm on the Argentinian stages. Do these differ in the sense that you can build a rhythm because they're a little bit more of a flow to them? Yeah, definitely, and you know the Friday stages in particular, I really like it. So I'm hoping that it can uh, it can help us just settle back into everything again and, and to get that confidence back up again. So, and, uh, like I said, it's just they're easier stages, they're a little bit more easier to read the road in some places. So I'm, uh, yeah, I think it's a more enjoyable rally, definitely. We're asking everybody about the FAF jump. I know it's a while away yet. You've got to get to Sunday before you get over that. But we've seen so many drivers make mistakes there or have really huge heavy landings. What's the key to getting it right? Yeah, it's a difficult one because it's it's so sharp and so severe at the top that it's it's so easy to make a mistake. So uh, I've never had the most spectacular jumps, but I've always you know come to the finish and both our backs have been protected. So uh, I'm not sure how much time you can gain if you go that bit faster. Uh, and the risk that you take is, is quite severe, and because it's so narrow on the landing, and you've got a slight right corner after it, so it's uh, it's really really tricky. And it depends how they've built the jump, you know, on the on the preparation to the rally. I think this year it's a little bit less severe famous last words so uh, we'll uh, yeah perhaps we'll attack it a little bit more than last year. Elvin we come here to another gravel event off the back of Argentina which wasn't the best for you is it going to be different here? So in the statement of the year there Vex to be fair no it definitely wasn't uh, definitely wasn't the best um, I think uh, you know coming here we made some uh, changes to the car during the test um, you know, and uh, I studied a lot of uh, obviously where we were losing time in in Argentina. So I've been working on quite a lot of things to uh, try and find something that's more comfortable. Now it's a matter of time to see if uh, if it works or not. What kind of things have you been working on? Obviously, a little bit on on the driving style, comparing to to the teammates around me as well, uh, and, and obviously studying the onboard of the other guys to see. Uh, where maybe the differences were um, it's always difficult because everybody's going fast it's uh, you know it's more in technicality so maybe we learned a bit more from the data maybe than just uh, pure onboard but 
yeah, we've uh, studied some things, found some some things that might help. So let's give it a go. It's not a confidence issue. Obviously, you had a really big accident in Mexico just a couple of months ago, and it's not a hangover of that at all. No, no, definitely not. Um, you know, I think uh, it was quite clear. I think for me in Argentina that we were able to to push very hard, and when the conditions were difficult, then uh, the times were were good. You know, in the fog and things, and you know that's uh, that's the highest uh, risk point of the whole rally. So I don't think it's a, it's a confidence issue or a lack of trying. And I think actually some of the stuff that we looked at was leaning towards maybe, uh, you know, quite the opposite, pushing a bit deep into things and, uh, and pushing quite hard. So, no, I don't think uh, it's a confidence issue or certainly uh, down to lack of trying. Uh, so uh, hopefully we can uh, iron some of the creases out and, and be a bit more competitive here. So a case of maybe overdriving then, trying too many different things? Yeah, maybe a bit in places. Um, so let's wait and see what we can do here. Exactly the same route, pretty much, to what we saw last year. Does that make you think, right, great, I know everything, or does that make you think, oh, I'd, I'd rather a bit more of a challenge and something new? No, I think every rally is different. Uh, you know, Corsica, we had a lot of new notes. Um, Argentina, quite a lot uh, new again this year. It's it's a mix, for sure. It makes uh, It's a strange thing to come to a rally where you write no new notes at all. Um, but... Uh, you know, it's how it is for everybody. Um, so, yeah, we just have to get on with it. And that's it for the Regroup podcast here in Portugal. Make sure you tune in to All Live during the weekend through WRC+. Make sure you watch every single stage. I'll be commentating. Pico will be commentating. We're doing a bit of interviewing as well. It's been enjoyable so far. Yeah, it has. It's, it's busy, isn't it? But it's fantastic and it's such a team effort. I mean, people don't realise how many people are involved behind the scenes as well. But I'm mean, just delighted that All Live has started off so well and it's, it's becoming such an incredible product already and long may it continue. Indeed. Make sure you watch this weekend.